This is Financial Line Podcast, episode number four. Welcome back once again, everyone. I'm your host, Ryan Bannister. Today's episode will be dealing with chaos in the stock market. And the funny thing about today's episode is that it was supposed to be last week. <laughs> Me and my professional audio editing skills last week rendered the audio file completely unusable. So <laughs> just to show that if anyone had any doubts, I am human. So on that note, thanks for bearing with me with only one podcast last week. I know you guys were just itching to hear my voice again. Really, I don't mind re-recording this episode because investing is my personal favorite aspect of finance and one that has always interested me. As you guys come to know me a little better through this podcast, and if you do already know me, you know that I'm pretty big on movies. One of my favorite movies is Wall Street. I just remember back in the day watching it with my dad and my brother and having to stop the movie probably every 30 seconds to ask, like, what's going on? What are they doing? And how does this crazy stock market thing work? So luckily today I have a little more education on how the stock market works, but I can only imagine like if you have never had a business class or went through multiple finance and accounting classes like I have, how confusing the stock market and all the public companies and their stocks and different ETFs, mutual funds, and just all the numerous options that are available to purchase, how confusing that must seem at first with no background or context to it. So, and when you hear people constantly harping on investing and putting your money into the stock market to make a better financial future for yourself, you could be wondering, like, what is this crazy machine that I keep throwing my money into? Or even if you do have a little, a little research done on how to invest, how do you deal with the wild ups and downs that we've been seeing over the past few weeks? Like, for example, in a, a couple episodes ago, in the news section, I was looking at the S&P 500. And I remember quoting that it had opened that week. And this was two or three weeks ago at this point that it opened around 3000. Well, over this time period, it's right around 3000 again though it's been as high as 3200 points which which just to put that in context is about like 6 6 or 7% swings where over the past few weeks there's been so much volatility that stocks have swung between gains and losses almost alternating in sessions like one day is up one the next day is down so when you see all of this chaos going on out there what are the best ways to handle this and how can you keep yourself interested and motivated and continue to put money into it. One important part to understand of that is what's causing this chaos. And just to clarify, from this point on, I probably won't refer to it as chaos, but as volatility. They essentially mean the same thing, but I just want you to know that whenever you whenever you might see that in the news or online, that volatility basically means how far the price or the market as a whole is fluctuating. And I think chaos kind of gives it a negative connotation because the standard advice you'll hear is that when the stock market is down, don't sell, which we'll get back to in a little bit. But 
One main reason I mentioned before was the levels of stimulus we're seeing out of the Fed and Congress, where it's almost giving an artificial prop to the stock market when we see that the economy and the data of like unemployment and similar numbers are some of the worst we've ever seen. And typically, you'll see a lot of volatility when investors are unsure about the path that's ahead or the how the future will go or really when there's just a lot of uncertainty out there, which we are seeing no shortage of with rising cases of COVID, states that have opened back up, re-shutting down, and you essentially have a gap between one crowd who is supportive of everything going back to normal versus essentially reality, where as testing becomes more and more widely available, we see cases of COVID going up, as well as businesses and states reopening, causing the cases to go back up as well. And on top of that, you've got multiple big names coming out saying that this economic damage could potentially take a decade to recover from. And just news we've seen over the past couple weeks of like retail sales coming back almost 18%, showing that people are getting out and supporting economic recovery and going out to businesses again to spend money. But then you see, for example, like cruise line stocks, Carnival and others are just sinking, no pun intended, (laughs) and canceling even more cruises, which damages revenues coming in for just the foreseeable future. So all of this combined news makes investors and people in the stock market just totally uncertain of whether we are going to see this V-shaped recovery so many people have been harping on versus a second wave of COVID cases. And like I've said before, I don't think it's necessary to get into the more political aspects of all this, such as how you think this is being handled or the effects of the stimulus and the recovery efforts. But it is important to recognize that all of this stuff is in fact happening, and this is what is contributing to the wild volatility that we're seeing in the stock market. I was reading the other day, trying to see what's out there to back up my case here and give me a little more support, and one theory I read about is called chaos theory, which the definition I got is chaos theory is how seemingly healthy financial markets can suffer sudden shocks and crashes, where periods of low price volatility do not necessarily reflect the true health of the market. And I want to kind of flip that around and say, to support the case here, where we're seeing the stock market fluctuate between almost back to all-time highs versus the economy that we're seeing some all-time lows or all-time highs if you look at things like unemployment. All this to say that seemingly unhealthy markets where in these times you would not think that the stock market would be where it is. So using chaos theory to support that we can see a good stock market when economic data coming out is showing some of the worst numbers we've ever seen. So if you're anything like the average investor out there that is super uncertain about everything that's happening at this point, you're probably asking, well, what do I do here? Do I need to sell the stocks that I have to not lose all my money? And one part of this is what's called panic selling, which is essentially selling what you have to rush to a safe place rather than keep your money out there and risk losing it all. And this is something that 
most people will tell you to avoid. If you're investing for the long term, one of the worst things you can do is sell at the low point because that is the complete opposite of kind of the old adage, buy low and sell high. You're at that point selling low. And when you sell low, that locks in your losses rather than leaving the money in there and not technically realizing those losses. You might hear a lot of people say, well, you haven't lost the money in the stock market until you sell. And that's really true. One little cliche saying that I like in this aspect of, I guess, how to handle the volatility is that you have to control the controllable. And when I say the controllable, I mean your actions to what's happening. To a certain point, each individual one of us can't really control what's happening with the economic data we're seeing or the rising cases in COVID. What I'm getting at is that you can't just go out there and say, I don't like this, I'm going to change this. But you can go out there and say, I'm not going to sell my stocks. Or if this is passing some risk profile that you have, you are going to sell to avoid what you think might be losing all of your money. So really just controlling your own reactions and thinking before you act or sell in a panic. If you do stay business as normal with your investments and keep contributions coming in, like if you have just a set monthly amount that you put in each month or whatever your interval may be, you should think of this time like when the market is down as a bargain point where you're getting these stocks for cheaper than you'd normally get them because so many people are so scared and uncertain of where everything is headed that these people that are selling their stocks are selling them on the cheap. This is a term called dollar cost averaging, which if you were on the Twitch stream this past week, you may have seen the question come up in the chat, should you put more money into a stock that is going down in price? And it's called dollar cost averaging because if you had bought 100 shares of a stock at $10 and in this volatile time period, say that stock has gone down to $5 a share, if you buy 100 more shares at $5, well, essentially your average cost per share is $7.50. So when that stock comes back up, you'll have a lower cost per share basis in that stock, which means you're essentially making a higher return if it goes back to the price it was before. Because now that your average cost is down, you're able to make money at a lower point. Where in this example, you are making money on it when it crosses $7.50 rather than waiting for it to go back up to or past $10. So that is in effect what happens when you keep contributions steady during a volatile period that it helps you to get a few more shares when the price is down, which helps your overall return in the long run. Now, there are some tools out there you can use to kind of check yourself before you might go and make a rash decision on either selling or buying stocks. And a common one you'll see in your brokerage account is called a limit buy or limit sell. Where if you do, let's say, a limit buy, if the stock price falls below a certain point, the brokerage will exercise that transaction, letting you buy it at a, at a price you feel comfortable. On the flip side, if you see 
a stock price going up or down past your point of comfort, you can tell the brokerage to sell the stock you have at a certain price, whether if it's going down at a point where you don't want to lose any more money than that, or if it goes up past a certain point where you want to cash in on the gains that you've got. I think another great tool out there too is really easy one, and that's just your friends or your support system. Even in some cases, if you have a financial advisor, basically just someone out there you can ask these questions to and discuss what's going on to figure out if you actually want to sell or not, if it's a good idea at the time, or if you just want to keep following along with your plan and keep your contributions steady. And believe me, I am in the same boat as you guys where this volatility just drives me crazy. It's hard for anybody to see losses each day and not want to sell. I think it's almost just contradictory to our nature as people to feel comfortable in some crazy times. So if the past few weeks or just the past few months in general have been driving you crazy, you are you're not alone, I will tell you that. And and really that's what I'm here for as well. If you guys ever have any questions or concerns with what's going on, please feel free to reach out to me or ask any questions you may have because that's one of the reasons I started this podcast and Financial Line in general, which leads me to some pretty stellar news that I've got for y'all. So I'm currently working on making a Discord server, and if you haven't heard of Discord, it's a chat platform you can get as an app or on your computer to access different servers or communities. So I've got a Financial Lion server out there, and I'm making it for this exact purpose, really, where all of us can just get together in the different categories and channels I can set up. So on the server, there's going to be a finance category, a just general life and friendly chat category, and really anything else you guys would like on there. So you can come in, talk to other members or me and ask a finance question or just hang out and get to know other people in the community. So I think it'll be a really great resource for me included because I plan on getting on there myself and asking questions, asking how you guys handle things because that's how we all learn and can improve our finances. And if you haven't gotten on yet, make sure to check out the live streams on Twitch every Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. You probably heard me reference them a couple times now in the podcast because the past few streams, the chat has been super interactive and a lot of fun where when I'm on there playing some games or just hanging out, y'all have the chance to get on and come ask me finance questions or just hang out. And that is totally the direction that I want to take this podcast is content driven by you guys. So as y'all get on and ask questions, that's the stuff that I want to hear to have almost like user driven content where in the discord or on the streams, I can post polls to see what you guys want to hear and use your questions to drive the content. So I'm really excited about it and look forward to seeing you guys on the streams. Be sure to also follow me on social media at financial lion, because I'll be posting on there when the streams go live and really just anything else of interest to you guys. So if this episode has helped you at all, the one thing I will ask is that you just recommend it to a friend. I really appreciate all the feedback you guys have been giving me and all the support that's been coming out. 
So just know that I appreciate you guys and thank you so much. So I'll see you next time.